Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh, I can't wait to see this horrible thing. The heroes fumbled around without sight. This is amazing. Oh, no. <laughs> because the way this has worked now, for three episodes, you've just been fighting something you can't see. Trying to locate their hidden foe. I'm not done, though. Okay. Because at that moment, I activate the quick amount of magic rod in class. Dispel magic. Oh! But when the darkness was dispelled... I'll start by revealing a little bit of this room over here. Oh, look at that room. And a little bit of this room over here. Oh. And now <laughs> I will reveal what you see. Oh! <laughs> what the fuck? There's 40 of them. Oh, my God. They rode in and won the day. That is 12 points of physical and 10 points of holy. And it's dead. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Yes! I see through your ruse, creature. Yes! The adventure continues for the rose and the lights. <laughs> now, Without you, I'll be so blue just thinking about you, Matthew. Do you know, towards the end of Elvis's life, he uh, pooped his pants all the time? <laughs> all the time? Yeah. You have this. Surprising. Is, is that this true? Writing? This is a bit. I was, uh, no, it's a true story. Uh, all well, the time seems a little vague and not exactly inaccurate. From all of his drug use, he had become wildly incontinent. And so he had to wear a diaper uh, through like the last years of his life uh, because he would constantly just poop himself. What drugs was he using? That all of them. Yeah. All of the drugs. <laughs> all of drugs. them. A lot. Yeah. Yes. Between it, his, it was drugs the, and underage women were his real vices and food and too. food. Yes. And food. Yeah. Considering like the drugs and the, the, his diet, like it's, it's shocking. He lived as long as he did. The king, the king of rock and roll. I had uh, the letter uh, when I, the, when I had my letter read on viewer mail on David Letterman in 1988, one of the guests on the episode was Mary Jenkins, who was Elvis's cook. There's his private cook. And she came out and she made one of it, like his favorite bedtime snack, which was uh, take a pan, put an entire stick of butter in it, <laughs> take some toast, uh, slather one, uh, each of them in peanut butter, lay slices of uh, banana on it, mm. fry, deep fry each side of the sandwich in the butter. And then that's your, that's his bit. Was that's there bacon too? Bedtime. No, not in, not in not that. that one. Yeah. That was bedtime. That's before you go to sleep. That's what he ate. So the PBS.org toxicology report on Elvis after his death found high levels of the opiates Dialudid, Percodan, Demerol, and Codeine, as well as Quaaludes. The other two pathologists eventually revealed they also found evidence of severe and chronic constipation. So you're wrong. Diabetes. No, no, it, it can go back and forth. <laughs> well, that's how he died. He didn't poop he was his pants. The, no poop came out. I, I also Google, I, uh, I opened up a private browser tab and I typed <laughs> Elvis pooping end of life. <laughs> Did you get constipation or, or? I, I got I got the same thing. Like they they they. they I'll read you what the, I read, 
I'll read you the top Google result. <laughs> it's like Elvis died of a heart attack, hence why he fell forward possibly when he was on the toilet. Throw in the copious amounts of unnatural quote white chocolate fecal material found in his colon. It's oh. pretty clear that the dude had some misbehaving bowels. Oh. 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 I, I never... We can't go on together <laughs> with misbehaving bowels. <laughs> misbehaving bowels. The king died on the throne. That is so tragic. Is that? I, uh, it doesn't seem like that's confirmed, but you know, uh, my friend, my friend Shannon, uh, her dad uh, lived in the same housing project in Memphis with all this. When he was a truck driver, before uh, he was a rock and roll star, before when he was like eighteen, yeah, yeah, and he used to play touch football against them. He was telling his story like they used to just play touch football together. Crazy truck driver turned king of rock and roll yeah. turned. Dead on the pooper. And yep. constant, constant crossword clue. What is his middle name? Aaron. Aaron. But it's spelled A-R-O-N. A-R-O-N. So it's a great, great crossword. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great New York Times crossword. Joe, <laughs> yeah. do you do a lot of New York Times crosswords in your spare time? No, I'm so bad at crosswords. <laughs> well, you know. So bad. Do you know how they work? Do you know the, the system behind them? No. Yeah. So people were into it like I was back in the day. Like I it was sickness. Uh, I would go to Starbucks and just like take. Oh, you got really into it. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> Monday is the easiest and Tuesday gets progressively harder. I didn't know that. Wednesday is like a great. If you can finish Wednesday fast, you're pretty solid. And Friday is near impossible. Like I would sit with the Friday one sometimes for hours. Why is it impossible? Just because, because the vocabulary words they choose. It's are not that no, the clues because each each puzzle also has a story, like a not a story, theme. but like a theme. And the theme is once you figure out the theme, it doesn't mean you can immediately figure out everything else. But the Friday theme is so indiscernible, abstract. Yeah, it's just it's it, hard. It, and they're long clues with multiple words sometimes. It's it, it, they get a little more they get a little more cryptic and. It, like there's because there's also cryptic crosswords which don't rely on kind of trivia knowledge but then like i i they're not they're not cryptic crosswords but as you get later in the week they get a little more devilish with their clues who like, designs yeah. them you say they is well, it like an a, editor a set team uh, what's or? his name gary will, I'm, not gary larson that's will the far shorts. side will shorts yeah will shorts is the editor he's always been the editor um but like different people write it like bill clinton wrote one and gary larson did. okay or not gary larson will shorts how do i keep saying gary larson <laughs> i got gary, gary larson, larson on the brain <laughs> My yes. far side calendar is coming back. <laughs> so I, think, I, remember, I remember reading, I'm looking, I just pulled up right now. Like they, the answer, you could have the same answer in a Monday puzzle that you could have in a Saturday, but the clue, but the, like, so this one, like the answer is Oreo. So the actual thing you would fill in is Oreo in Monday. It might be Nabisco cookie, but on Saturday it might be snacks since 1912 yeah. mm. or has 12 flowers on each side. Sweet sandwich. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> it, it's actually amazing. It's amazing programming how they make it more difficult throughout the week because you have more time by the time you get to Friday. Saturday is actually the hardest one, they say. And yeah, then Sunday goes back to midweek because it gives you the whole day to do the crossword. It gives you all your free it's time to do it. It's a jumbo puzzle, too, on Sunday. It comes in the New York Times Magazine. It's a jumbo puzzle. It's and its, its, own, it's, kind of its, own, it's its own game. How did you tear yourself free of this? <laughs> well, when I was living in L.A., that's when it got really bad because I had nothing going on and I was basically homeless and I would just go to Starbucks all over the city and search in like the newspaper bins because they used to just like you'd buy the paper and then you just leave it there and it would hang out so if you don't want to buy it you could take it and i would search through there and be like ah crossword it started in new york and then in la it got out of control because i would just like gather them and i'd sit there for hours and uh, would you only do new york times crosswords or only you new york L- times? la time no 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 no, 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 no. no. only new york times that's the 
and other creme de la creme other newspapers project. syndicate the New York Times crossword. Is that true? I think I, I remember think it that. Is. I think it is. I had the online subscription for a while, but I don't. I like handwriting. And oh, I was. I'm about to ruin your life because once you get the, on, I have the online subscription. It's great. It was great for the subway. Yeah. And now and then you like how fast can I finish a Monday? Can I finish a Monday in six minutes? Oh yeah. Can I finish a Monday in five minutes? Oh yeah. Monday is like <laughs> under ten is the goal. I would set the stopwatch and go as fast as you can. The reason I don't like the online one is you can kind of guess and eventually. Can't you like A, no, B, oh. Oh, yeah, you can. But like at a certain point, you're like, all right, I'm not going to finish this one. Yeah. You, can also, you can also like get a clue. You can fill in a clue. Like if you're like, I've hit, my, I've hit my wall. Like I'm, my, I'm, I'm on Thursday and I've hit my like wall. I used yeah. to get to like 85% of the Thursday was like my, my like, tip top form. Call it and then start Googling. And then, the I'd be like, and then I'd be like, you can just have, you can fill in an answer. I'm like, okay, I've got that answer. Will that allow me to figure out what this one yeah. is? Oh, Matthew, we're cut from the, the- same cloth anyways. <laughs> oh they, they do syndicate to other papers. However, the arrangement is that they can only use older papers. So if you were doing a Monday through Saturday New York Times crossword in a local paper, it's five weeks older than what's in the Times at the uh, time. I see. They're always behind the Times. Uh, <laughs> If you uh, haven't, if you haven't done it, what the hell are we supposed to use, man? Harsh language. <laughs> Have you done yeah. the New York Times mini crossword puzzles that are in the app? No, it's no, like a, a four by four grid, it's and it's they're they're really fun, and you can get through them really fast. It's not the same gratification, but it scratches half it's, of the itch. Wow. I feel like it's the there's itch. three it's like the hardcore crossword people in here. Skid, you hardcore crossword person? I've never been into. My mom was a really big uh, crossword. Yeah, my grandma but, uh, was. I've never been. I've done it. A, I've tried it a few times, but it's just like, nah, not for me. It's fun. I like it because it's something you can like complete. You know, what I mean? it's there. My mom used to be really into. Uh, God, I'm an idiot. What's it called? The one where it's Sudoku. Um, the letters are all different. Oh, jumble. Jumble. No word searches. <laughs> so my grandma did mom, like the word my grandma used to have books of word searches my grandma like a, a hundred my words or five hundred oh, yeah. words the great compendium of word searches 1991 just circle um, all the i's and a's and like just, just shut it down yeah. my grandma did that too and one christmas i bought her like word searches with bible words she loved the bible <laughs> cryptogram that's it oh the cryptogram uh, oh yeah those are fun oh yeah oh. my mom used to dig those yeah mm. it's a lost art our kids will never know what a crossword was they won't even know what a newspaper it's actually it's a it's a flourishing art because now there are whole online communities and there's all kinds of new puzzles all the time and there's stuff that's designed specifically for young kids oh that's fun yeah it's it's i'm very excited to to bring to start puzzling with a a a young person someday we will all be incontinent and doing crosswords (laughs) (laughs) hey hey, i haven't gotten like elvis and he's a crossword clue today <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> just sitting here in my diaper doing my crossword. Elvis Aaron Presley. <laughs> I just did today's mini puzzle in 50 seconds at the end of that. Oh, look at you. You're wow. a real go getter, Grant. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, amino? That's not a word. Amino acid, baby. Oh. I believe this is why you would be terrible at crosswords. <laughs> That's another know? language. It's pronounced amino, I believe. Amino. Yes, right. Amino acid? Domino. I ordered that at Starbucks while you were finishing your crossword. The amino acid? Well. What's wow. the name of your next character? <laughs> amino acid. <laughs> Just straight up spelled amino acid like all the characters. No, no, no. It's pronounced amino acid. Amino acid. <laughs> <laughs> I have a crossword clue for you. Oh, oh gosh. Great encounters. <laughs> 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 
The answer is this one you just finished last week. Oh yeah! Wow, that was <laughs> took up the whole puzzle, yeah, man. That, 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 was, that was the thing. That's a big <laughs> this one you just finished last week. Person looks around, starts you. wrapping around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Me? <laughs> How do they know I had an amazing encounter last week? <laughs> we we did it. You got through it. Um, we did it. <laughs> uh, it's been fun reading all of the vitriol against my ruling. Um, I hope those people are 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 in therapy. And working through their issues. <laughs> I, I so heard about that. What were they upset about? What were they? <laughs> My ruling on dispel magic. Oh, oh, um, okay. yeah. Just so really angry. I, I talked to somebody. It's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> is there any chance you saw the uh, cannon fodder with Jared Logan? Did you no, see Jared no, Logan's cannon fodder? Uh, so he got asked a question. <laughs> About your ruling on this, basically. And the question was worded in such a way that, uh, you know, clearly the person did not approve of uh, of your decision. But it was very artfully worded so as to not to be like a, 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 a um, middle of the road neutral question. Uh-huh. And Jared's just like shaking his head as I'm asking the question. And he's just like, well, I wonder what that person thought about the ruling. Uh, and then his answer uh, was basically just... Uh, his, he's the GM. It's his game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. He got very fired up about it. Yeah. Because I think Jared goes through the same thing. And I think we all do uh, yeah. as GMs. Yeah. It's like you make decisions. People don't like them. You get criticized. Hey. You know, you had to make You made a call. The yeah. difference is we play in front of thousands of people. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> so you get that yeah, extra Sure. Level. For yeah. sure. Uh, but like, man, it, it's also it's also a pain in the ass. Even if you're not doing a show, you get when, you know, players nitpick at every decision you make. It's like n- needling every decision. You're like, ah, come on. I'm the, just trying to run a game. The I think thing is, didn't you enjoy the encounter? No. I loved it. You didn't like it, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody enjoyed it. I, mean, I think it could have been streamlined. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I that's, think it, that's, I think it's what it went on for a long I time. I wish it didn't go over three episodes, sure. Mm-hmm. Among our list, though, of horrible things, of which paralyzation is at the top, yes. of like ruining experiences. Uh, I, I have argued in the past that concealment's pretty high up there. And when I, when I mean ruining experiences, I just mean like lengthening and dragging yeah, an episode yeah. until your energy is completely shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one to me, I think it was just because I was playing Sir Will. It just was a, I enjoyed it because I was Sir Will. Mm-hmm. He is a warrior of light, mm-hmm. you know, completely draped in darkness and needs to prove that he can fight through that. And he has the tanking power to do it. Like I, I knew as a player that I could take hits. Yeah. I wasn't too worried. Mm-hmm. Um, but thematically, I it, it suited exactly. Sir Will so like thematically, well. I had a very good time with it. Uh, I will say that, as opposed to Sir Will, you know, being uh, dehorsed and, or you know, and just unable to be anything like i would rather swing and miss a bunch of times but be involved yeah in the fight i i, I want to walk that back i did not enjoy it i just it's it's a frustrating thing when it goes on for that long and it's the same problem the whole time yeah yeah whereas it's not, the, the encounter didn't evolve really i mean it did it, it did. did i feel like it to did. a point and to then it point. was and then it was just like God, yeah. okay let's but yeah, I, would, I, I would say I, we didn't. I was like among our, among our beefs with you. I felt like we all kind of rode with the flow on your bad ruling. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree, and that's the thing. It's like it's our table. If we're having fun, that's that's all that's really important. It also never occurred to me. And I'm the first to jump on you for a bad ruling. It just never occurred to me as uh, being a 
particularly bad ruling. I don't know. I didn't think of it yeah. that way. I thought of it as like a, it could have gone either way. It was harsh. It was tough. I also felt was pot, a tough pot committed where it was carried over from an episode to an episode. I just didn't want it like, all right, let me just run this back. It changes the whole experience. It's like, are we all, are we all understand what the situation no, is here? You still could have found another way out. You still could have said like, oh, now you sense it. Now you see it. Sure, there. sure, you sure. enough rounds. It does that. You're very creative. You could have. You could have come. Up I didn't want to walk it back at that point. Then just say that. Don't say. But I did say that. He, he did say that. He <laughs> I did, did say, say that. that. I did say that. <laughs> he said he was like, "This is going to be a really harsh decision." He knew it. But um, yeah. The other thing. And luckily, the other died. thing I'll say is, uh, and again, I, I'm going to keep quoting Jared because it's something he brought up in, in that Kenafodder episode uh, on the 19th was the the. Um, when you make those choices that seem to be that seem to like sort of grossly and unfairly overpower the enemy in the in the encounter, it uh, yes, it's dangerous. But what it primarily does is it forces the players to play out of their comfort zone, which you said mm-hmm. before. But in this case, it creates better story because his argument is you don't always win. And mm-hmm. there are encounters where fleeing is the idea then right then because you just can't do it. And that creates interesting story and different flows of uh, narrative that are unpredictable, et cetera, et cetera. And in this case, what I would point to is we would never in a million years think of or have a character ever become ethereal, move through walls, <laughs> hide in a wall, just casting detect magic out of it in order to solve this problem. But we solved the problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it to me, it was it pushed you in an interesting way and made uh, an encounter something we never would have used those options. And I think that that's a fun way to use detect where detect magic is the MVP. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, when yeah. has that ever happened? Yeah. yeah we like I over by yeah, overpowering and, and deeper darkness. I overpowered Detect Magic as well. We took these third and second level spells and made them like made them the game breaking the stars of a level sixteen encounter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like I, cantrip. I was also thinking about it. It was like <laughs> the interesting thing for me in that encounter is not just the enemy that has deeper darkness on him. It's like all the other little minions. Mm, yeah. But we but we actually dispatched those fairly quickly. Like they're not actually life threatening. Like, but when we didn't know what they were, we didn't know that. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about that encounter. Yeah. Yeah. You get hit in the dark with a, we didn't even know it's a scorching ray. It's just like, when you take all this fire down, it's like, what else is in here? Yeah. You know, that thing can cast deeper darkness at will. So in retrospect, the better could, the better move would have been let you dispel it. Cause you end up when you tried, you failed. I had to do it uh, three times. Yeah. And let you dispel it. And then the next round, just cast it again. So it gives yeah. you a round to go after, you know, six of one, half dozen to the other. Um, it was all really a punishment though, uh, for Joe using a third party spell. <laughs> I thought we were going to gloss over this. Wait, wait, like, wait let's I keep the focus on the darkness. Okay. Stalwart what? is from our good friends at Cobalt Press. <laughs> of course it is. Can't make it up. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> yes. Wow. You guys. <laughs> what? You guys have such an anti-third party spell thing. As do our fans. Like, as do our listeners. But, like, are there... I'm assuming there are successful business that publishes content that people buy. So there must be games out there that use third-party spells all the time. Nope. Absolutely. Nope. Absolutely they do, Matthew. <laughs> but it is unquestioned. Undebatable. <laughs> That they are more powerful yeah. than regular spells. <laughs> that's why people buy those books. Yeah. And that's why they want to play with those powers. Because they're fun as shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Oh, uh, God. I mean, this literally, I mean, uh, here's another reason I didn't catch it. Again, Hero Lab. Uh, it says, appears in Deep Magic. 
I, I just thought that was a Paizo book. I don't know. It's, it didn't say <laughs> Cobalt Press. It has 42 authors. Uh, it didn't say that either. It just says appears in Deep Magic. Uh, and I just never, I don't believe I ever looked at it on uh, D20 PFSRD. If I had, uh, I probably would have caught it. Uh, but man, am I embarrassed and angry. It's um, tough, though. There's so many Paizo books. It's like, oh, that yeah. could be a book. That sounds like it could it be sounds a book. right. Yeah. Sure. It did sound amazing to me. The one reason I thought, oh, maybe maybe it's not this overpowered is that it was rounds. You know, it's rounds per level. And then you go right back to losing everything. So, you know, it's kind of a neat Band-Aid. It doesn't really solve any of your long-term problems. Uh, but it is the fact that it's everything ability points all uh conditions all hit points uh, it's kind of- i think the only fair punishment is you permanently lose that spell slot oh, <laughs> that's awful <laughs> that was my highest level spell slot as a paladin well look we so served sorry. we we all served collectively three rounds in that encounter i think i think we've done our time <laughs> yeah, we did our time <laughs> well now the room is not bathed in deeper darkness and you can see uh not only the room, but the remains of this creature. I'm going to go back and give you the flavor text again because some of it was omitted um, because of the deeper darkness. This two-story hall, almost impossibly tall by human standards, exhibits a breathtaking and truly gigantic display of magnificence. The plastered walls illuminated by two high windows in the northeast corner and by magical wall-mounted lamps are frescoed with the colorful life-sized images of the protagonists of some cloud-giant mythological cycle in which regal lords, heroic rock riders, elegant sorcerers, and serene harpists fight a grandiose battle for the triumph of beauty and civilization in a celestial realm. Wow. A great angular fireplace carved out of a single chunk of marble in a shape vaguely resembling an upside-down morning star dominates the southwest corner, its exposed chimney solemnly rising towards the massive paneled ceiling. And it is this that was emanating the strong conjuration magic that you initially felt when you walked into the room seven episodes ago. (laughs) As you backed up and started detecting magic, you no longer detected this because you had moved for far enough away that you weren't detecting that magic. The magic you then detected was the deeper darkness that was on the adamantine warhammer of the abyss gigas. Ooh, uh, what? One more time? Abyss Gigas. A bit like a, a, a bis. A bisque gigas? <laughs> a, a singular bisque gigas? A bisque? Bisque gigas. Lobster bisque? A lobster bisque gigas. Man, no, that sounds good. Can a we bis. get that for lunch? That would be nice. Ooh, I love a lobster Do they have bis. lobster bisque at Wattawa? Yeah, does the sushi bis. place serve <laughs> lobster bisque? Don't even ask if they have it. Just be like, we'll get uh, five sashimi sushi platters and, uh, and the six bis. lobster we'll bisques. We'll get the bis. Six orders of the lobster Can I get bis. The tur- and then just hang up. I'll be there at 20. Can I get the turkey panini while we're in it, too? Turkey panini. I'll get the Thanksgiving stuffing sandwich oh. with cranberry mayo. It's like, cranberry I'm sorry, mayo. sir, what? what? Cranberry what? mayo. Wait, think 15? All right, see you soon. Remember that lobster bisque at St. Elmer? Oh, how could I forget? Oh, oh my God. God. It was so good. Good. That was really good. <sighs> really light on cream. 
Joe, you just that was tough. Felt like you could run a half marathon after that. The best night of Joe's life. Oh no! Oh my God! I forgot. I forgot. All at the same time. It was great. It was angling so positively, and it went so wrong. I was so happy. We were done. We were eating. It's all taken away. <laughs> Joe's flight got canceled. Yeah. That's what happened. For those of you who weren't there. And his steak was overcooked. And, but they replaced <laughs> They replaced the steak. The, sh- the waiter was like, oh, wait a minute. Give me that steak back. I'm going to get your fresh one. Oh, yeah. It was great. And then you got a phone call. It was great. But that's the thing. It's like, oh, your flight got canceled. Boo-hoo. But it was like, your flight got canceled. I called it. It, it, it just drives you nuts. Because they literally, the person on the other end of the call was just like, well, I know there's no flights for two days. <laughs> Is there anything you could do to help me with that? No. <laughs> and so, I mean, I was having a panic attack. Like, yeah. I couldn't get out of the city. It was, it was... I'm stuck in Indianapolis right. for two days that I didn't plan on with yeah. nowhere to stay. And it wasn't like, you, uh, you know, it wasn't like, oh, it's going to be inconvenient. You got to wait eight hours. So the next flight, it was just like, there's days you can't get a flight. I was Joe like, and I were rooming together, and, we were, and he eventually he left and went back to sort this out. And I was like... Do we have to go back to the hotel? <laughs> Texted Matthew. Know what O'Brien's going to be like? When you get there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're like, I don't want to come back. Next time, put the hot sauce on your shrimp cocktail. <laughs> that was the night I got extra horseradish too. That's right. Yeah. I was afraid I was going to call the ambulance for Grant. <laughs> he was, was fine. Was a delight. Yeah. Abyss space gigas. I see. Yes, you that fought a hell gigas in uh, book four. Remember? Wasn't it a hell gigas? That giant thing that you took out in one fucking round? Uh, this is an abyss gigas. We've killed so many people. <laughs> really? <laughs> can, we, can we learn more about this abyss gigas? Yeah. Yeah, give me a uh, knowledge abyss roll. Knowledge planes. Knowledge yes. planes. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah, certain people are good at that in this group. And just to say, that conjuration magic from the fireplace that you mentioned is why we rolled protection from evil on ourselves, or cast that on ourselves prior to the battle, I believe. What was that? I believe we cast like protection from evil, or some of us did, before the battle started, because we detected conjuration magic yeah. that came from this fireplace we now know, but we thought like maybe there was a summoned creature. And mm-hmm. it turned out the battle did, but it was just coincidence. Yes, and uh, one thing uh, I should mention, those methods... Uh, that you fought. If you were wondering, like, why are these summoned? Are they not summoned? The Mephits get a 25% chance of actually summoning other Mephits, and they both hit. Oh. So there were summoned oh. Mephits, and then there were actual Mephits. Some oh. Fantasia uh, stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. I, ro- I rolled, because I was like, what am I going to do in the darkness here? I want to do something. The Scorching Ray is kind of lame. Uh, and I rolled a 24 and like a 21, and so they both summoned a Mephit. So it's kind of fun. Uh, and then there was that other invisible creature as well. But what did we get on Knowledge Planes? Only a 21. Only a 21. Yeah. Would that at least give us the spelling? Yes. <laughs> A-B-Y-S-S. This ebon-skinned monstrosity has a gaping maw with boar-like tusks and a wide nose beneath a furrowed brow that lacks any sort of eyes or visual, visible, visible visual organs. I'm, I'm guessing Skid knew how to spell abyss. Yeah, I think it was Gigas that he was. That was more it. of what I was <laughs> G-I-G-A-S. <laughs> G-I-G-A-S. Yes. Um, you know, they... So remember, this thing was over 50 feet tall. Right. right, right. Oh, my God. 25 it's... tons. Oh, man. <laughs> and... Uh, and that doesn't include the weight of their abyss-forged armor and adamantine weapons. Uh, it's a Greek mythological creature. An abyss gigas. It's also a Spanish cloud services company. 
Oh, that's fun. Well, the, the abyss part probably isn't a Greek monster, but a gigas a is gigas. a Greek, Greek it's monster. The, it's one of the gigantes. Mm. That's definitely not how they pronounce it. But. Yeah. Gigas is uh, also like really common enemy in like all the Final Fantasy games. Uh, so Gigas. Yeah, there's air Gigas, earth Gigas, fire Gigas, water Gigas. An Elysium Gigas, perhaps. Oh. Um, but yeah, so they're, now... You're the offspring of Gaia, Earth, born from the blood that fell when Uranus castrated his titan son, Cronus. Mm. That's, how, that's, how, that's how you make Gigases. How to lose a Gigas in 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> you got to break a few uh, few balls to make a Gigas. That's what they say. Um, so this is just more evidence that the Storm Tyrant is in league with some dark, dark foes that almost ended some of your lives. Um, is the Gigas carrying anything interesting on him? By the way, all of a sudden, I think your spell ends and Metra suddenly is... Uh, her strength drops and her her uh, her dex drops significantly. And she collapses to the floor. And I lose all those hit points. <laughs> Under the weight of the third party spell. Um, I do... <laughs> the weight of guilt. <laughs> I do have scrolls of uh, restoration remaining. I can cast that on you if we are currently... You're back in anti-strength. Length. Yeah, I would love that. All right. One less scroll of restoration moving forward. How many we got left there? Skid, that would be one <laughs> scroll of restoration left. You live more. Let's head down to restoration hardware. Some more. <laughs> That's where you get scrolls of restoration. Well, <laughs> and hardware. And hardware. Here's what I can do, though. We do have a wand of lesser restoration with 18 charges, so I can roll for that, that and seems- keep the scroll for a particularly acute need to. Where yeah, are we with would- the tree? Planted it. We have it. So you can take because uh, those are scrolls. Those, those are effective. let me those, let me look at how many. Don't they I, produce lesser restoration? Yes, as they well? do. Yeah. So you can take from that. So the fruit that I planted right before we came in here uh, outside. Grant takes excellent notes. He does um, always. Let me get that was like right after the or right before the battle with the the, the tree sard. Um, Tain. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the adults or the. Uh, Tim and Eric sketch about Tane with Paul Rudd, but that's all I was thinking about the whole time. It's amazing. I could get into Tane. Um, so this is the... I know why I don't know what I have, because I am in Drakeus's character sheet at the moment. Oh. Like, what? Slippers Ew. of the Triton? Goof. Um, He's just a child in this timeline. So you can point. you can take up to two of them, um, uh, Matthew and... Uh, they are either potions of cure moderate or restoration. So you can take two. You can only benefit from two uses of the fruit at a time. Okay. Within a 24-hour period. So I also have lesser restoration prepared. So like, oh, you were prepared, so we wouldn't have, even have to wait. Correct. I mean, oh, oh, the tree was not already planted? The tree was already planted. Yeah. So we don't have to wait. That's a consumable... All right, I'll use the tree. Yeah, just do that because I could cast this in combat should it come up. It's 1d4, right? Yeah, 1d4. Do you feed the fruit to Metra from your own hand? I have to chew it first. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <regurgitate> it <laughs> <into> the... 
She's too weak to chew. Sir Willem is like, please, please cannot sir. watch this. Sir. Yet I can't look away. All right, I can't turn away. Yeah, this is too much so, even for me. I can't, I can't look at parent this. Regurgitating yeah. A parent. Now that that Betcha, Betcha has to really like limbo roll. Squat I don't like down. this any more than you. Because Baron's is, only four feet tall. Li- listen, artists of the niche. I don't need to beg. I don't beg often, but I need oh, really high quality artwork no, no. of Baron regurgitating oh. lovingly fruit from the sapling rod in Symmetra's mouth. This is mouth. disturbingly <laughs> avian. I don't like it at put all. Put it on a t-shirt. So I, I rolled at the time. This, this, the lot on the back you can just say, that's love. <laughs> <laughs> the roll produced four pieces of fruit. Baron took two already. You took the other two. Um, the creature that consumes an entire piece of fruit gains the benefits of either cure moderate wounds or lesser restoration spell recipient's choice. So. Grant, I would like, in your chewing of the fruit, I would like you to roll the D-Force. Okay. Oh, okay. You, f- did the, you did the chewing, after all. You awakened the magic within it. He who chews must... <laughs> Uh, one on the first one. Oh, Grant. Oh, no. Wow. One on the second oh, one. My oh, my God. Man. Too many seeds. Oh. Unheard of. Unheard of. I, I swallowed uh, too much. It was like being at a wine tasting and, and swallowing every time. It's a huge mistake. Um, I recently heard about someone who went to an espresso tasting. They were a judge at an espresso tasting, and much like... At like a wine tasting, you don't want to drink every espresso you taste. <laughs> just at the end, you're just like, Woo! He drank <laughs> wired. The whole yeah. He refused to spit it out and drank 18 shots of espresso. Oh, no. Of course, two hours. Wow. This is his heart. And then went to the hospital. Yeah. 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 I made uh, that mistake at a beer festival once. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't uh, like it, just throw it out. Matthew, go ahead yeah. and just roll the rest of your 1d4 until you're up, and I'll take the, uh, the amount of charges off of the lesser oh. restoration wand. Just let me know. Do you want to use one of your spells or no? We got no, just because charges. we have a wand. So, all right, the spells can be used in combat very easily, more easily than a wand. Okay, it's going to be three. I rolled three a four. more. Okay, I rolled so a four and a two. So. Fifteen charges left on, left on that wand. Great. Okay. Um, I also need to heal, but I don't know if we're playing on resting or or what. Um. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into character. Let me tell you what you see here. There is a door to the north, a set of double doors. (laughs) There is a door to the east. He had to think about it. And I did. (laughs) And then to the southeast, there is uh, an open hallway. What? That leads into a circular room, and you see uh, water puddles sort of splashing oh, yeah. into the hallway. So wait, is this above where we fought those Gorgons or whatever? Gorgons. Do we fight Gorgons? What are those Gor- things called? Gorgons are like Medusa. Oh, sorry. so we I don't think we fought those recently. Wait, well, the uh, the thing with the it, le, with like its mouth is like sideways, and they were going invisible. The mimics, the, demi- oh, the, like the, we we called them demigorgons, but they were with they actually. Oh, the gugs, the gugs. Oh, yes, gug. Oh, those, yeah, yeah. Was that well, that's below, right below this room where the puddles are, right? It's yeah, like down there. And yeah, oh. and remember one of them climbed up. Yes, into and, some, and we inter- never saw them again. Interdimensional space. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm thinking, like, definitely gug town, and they're invisible. Maybe it was a gug. Yeah. Did we ever see the creature? Metra did. I did. And Baron uh, did, because Baron killed it. Baron, yeah, Baron oh, the invisible the creature. What was it? 
uh, it was just this like shapeless form that was just slamming. Okay. Yeah. Spiritual enemy. I kind of remember it, that. It, it didn't seem ally. spiritual. Um, <laughs> it didn't seem spiritual. It didn't seem spiritual. more of a secular. <laughs> it wasn't clutching yeah, cross. It was more of a secular <laughs> enemy. <laughs> <than> <laughs> <Unitarian> <laughs> force. It had a uh, Bible word search in its uh-huh. left hand. <laughs> um, Seems to have does, his shit together, though. <laughs> what does the Gigas have on him? Uh, an adamantine warhammer and adamantine hard plate. Hard plate? Hard full plate. Hard plate. Hard, <laughs> hard full hard plate. plate. It's so hard. Oh, Someone so turn hard. the AC on. That is good. Oh my god, here. this is going to be so much better than my adamantine soft plate. <laughs> it's like a soft shell crab. You, exactly right. <laughs> you can eat the soft plate. Right. Yeah, heard, That's yeah. the difference. The nice thing about soft plate is <laughs> you get the whole thing. There's no you can put it on a sandwich. They're both ineffectual. But, uh, Just fry that up, throw it on a sandwich. Yeah. Are they magical? Uh, no, no. Wow, that's so badass that creatures at this level just have inherent abilities that hype them up so much they don't need magical weapons. Mm. Yeah, I love the Warhammer. Times three crit. Stude crit 1920. Or is that the Warhammer that's crits 1920? I can't remember. The Warhammer does not crits on a 20. That's right, because you wouldn't get 19 so, or 20 sure, and yeah, a times three. Improved critical or whatever. Um, oh, it was a she. Oh, oh. Yeah. and I learned something today. Hmm. She's very pretty. She is. Although she's never seen herself in the mirror because she has no eyes. Oh, oh right. And yet she had true seeing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sight goes beyond eyes, Matthew. Does true seeing reflect off of mirrors? Ooh. Good question. Or do you just see straight through the mirror? Is it a good question? <laughs> it's a question. Isn't it awesome when someone asks a question uh, and then says their own question is a good question? Yeah, good it's question. Like it's a question I no, just asked. It's not. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that throne is still radiating uh, conjuration magic, and you, it looks like it's been shaped into this. And so uh, you, you all at this point in the adventure can detect things without having to worry about rolling and you just sense that like part of the bringing this creature from the abyss to here was tied to this throne um mm, really it's a throne oh. of summoning so Metro, what will happen if Metro sat on the throne does she sit on the throne sure you sit on the throne and it's not the eldest way war <laughs> yes you poop yourself and die <laughs> Roll up a new character. <laughs> That's all it took. All it took for you to kill Metro. <laughs> the death effect. Oh, oh okay. what a shame. A lot of losers will think you're alive for the next 15 years. So don't worry. Losers. <laughs> um, yeah, you sit on there and it just feels cold. Cold to the touch. Ice cold. Um, okay. But it is no longer... No, no one sits on that throne anymore besides you. Perhaps um, you could stay there forever. I will detect evil on the throne. Is it emanating evil, or is it more of a neutral magical summoning device? Uh, I don't believe it emanates evil. Okay. Yeah. Metro, why don't you why don't you get off that? I don't I don't I don't like touching that thing. Metro, you're scaring me. Metro looks over at you with her pupilless eyes. Why, Baron? Uh, Why are you afraid? I get a sense that that might be a gateway to a place none of us want to go. 
Or, or, or head to, for that matter. Uh, nobody else has knowledge plans, right? Sir Will has flashes of Jamie Lannister. Could I, yeah, exactly. Could yeah. I roll knowledge planes on the throne? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. All right, Metro hops down. Boop. Shh, shh, shh. Do you think we should try to get... Well, do, does Baron sense the magic? I don't want to talk out of turn. I feel like you... Yeah, yeah. I detect magic is one of those things. It's on. Baron is concerned about <laughs> this uh, this throne being able to continue to conjure things if the working theory is that this is a gigas. So he's discussing with the group means of destroying or disabling the magic on. Well, I appreciate your desire, Sheriff. I do not sense it emanating any evil in and of itself. And actually, as you stand there, you see the magic start to slowly recede. Hmm. Perhaps it was a conduit, and we have cut off the umbilical, as it were, to the abyss for this creature. I don't know that anything else will come through, but I certainly do not know any means of which to deactivate this, if it is indeed a device of such make. I could try to disintegrate it. Hmm. But only if we're planning on resting, because I have only have so many spells per day. I also am weary from this battle. Yeah, I don't like, you know, so that whole thing, like, I sit with your back to a door. Like, if we move past this thing, and it's like, more of these things come out of it, like, you know. I don't know. It makes me a bit uncomfortable. So is it no? Is it at this point no longer magical? Yeah. So you sat on it and you felt its presence, uh, Baron. You felt it as well. But as you're talking and looking at it, the magic slowly fades until it's gone. Hmm. Okay. I'm not, do you want still want me to disintegrate it or? <clears throat> uh, Baron's thinking back to the times he should have destroyed the armor that he found in Skiergard and thinking about leaving no stone unturned and being overly cautious. And says, can't order you to do it, but I'd like you to. As you command, Metro will flick her finger over in the direction of the throne and disintegrate it. It does get a save, but if, it's, if, it's, if it were magical, it would get a save. But. Okay. As it is no longer magical, um, be an auto fail. And so just a 10 foot cube disappears. Okay. It's huge. So you just take a little chunk out of it. That was cute. That was cute. Now that spell's gone. Uh, as for the that's image, what, that's the image I... on the map, a 10-foot cube would disintegrate more than half of it. Well, from top down, in two dimensions. You could take it's the also middle very tall. part of the seat out and make it look like a toilet. toilet. Yeah, That's exactly what I do. Who, that's good. It's too embarrassing for a gigas to come yeah, to the toilet. Yeah, they wouldn't. Right. right. Then they'd be a toilet gigas. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it goes to the room, we could all laugh. Toilet ah, gigas. Toilet gigas. Toilet gigas. What's that smell, Nestor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Don't go in there. <laughs> Stop making fun of <laughs> Something dying here, toilet gigas? <laughs> I have a glandular problem. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, when I, over where I'm standing right now, I feel like I could see into that circular room. Ah, yes. Where are you? Um, oh, yeah, you no, got it's pretty far. 120 feet on Metra. 120 feet. Yeah, you see uh, oh. some sort of 
pool or fountain in the middle of the room, and the whole uh, room has like a, a thin layer of water on it, like the pool has overflowed onto the floor. Oh. Um, doesn't look uh, no more than like less than ankle deep high. Maybe the toilet Gigas was trying to take a bath. Bath Gigas. Bath Gigas. Oh, Bath Gigas. Bathtub Gigas. That's what, you know, during the Prohibition, that's all they could get was Bathtub Gigas. true. <laughs> that's, that's why the first Gigas couldn't see. Because it was drinking yes. all that Bathtub Gigas. Drinking all that Bathtub Gigas. It's like toxic if you don't... <laughs> the wrong bathtub. Wow. Uh, we learned a lot today. I've revealed some more of the room here. You see a circular basin of water. Uh, There's stairs going up. Center of the room. Uh, And now that you're closer, you see that the the water is fed by several fish head spouts mounted on a pillar that stretches from the center of the pool all the way up and through the ceiling. And it looks like the pool is overflowed and there's water all over the floor, but barely ankle deep. And yeah, an ascending stone staircase curves along the northeast wall of the room while arrow slits look out to the east and the north. I mean, if we can heal me up, I'm I'm good on enough on spells to keep going for a little while. I don't know how where everyone else is. I'm a little beat up, but uh, I could move forward, um, but it would be it would be very dangerous. Um, I, I still have spells, but a- after I heal you up, for example, I'll be out of healing. I mean, we we could. I got this question: Do we want to use your healing or do the the wand? Uh, the wand at this stage. I mean, aren't you like more than a hundred down? I'm. Yeah, I was at like forty seven. I, I lost my sheet. Yeah, I think I'm. Like, the, I'm like ninety down ish. Ninety down. Yeah, we don't want to. Because that's the wand. That we can't get any more wand. Yeah, the wands yeah. Are, are looking kind of. All right. So let me barren. just burn off some healing to start. Um, let me burn off uh, a few channels. Great. Great. So that'll take three. Well, two channels and a few lay on hands, and it leaves me. So we're all full. Uh, if I do that, and it leaves me with two total lay on hands for the remainder of the day uh it's just very dangerous so i don't know you can do those as a swift action on yourself right yeah like to, to me they're like a it's 86 it's a really kind of a primary just like keep you up as you're tanking sort of thing because my ac is actually not that high but it, I, it, I use spells to get it that high and i'm out of some of those spells oh. so my i could be hittable but i still have a, I have a ton of hit points and i can heal myself but i can only do it twice so right. um anyway it's a concern and i just don't <sighs> see what the rush is you know like we could always just pull back and rest i mean beyond What's- the fact that it's not sexy I don't know what the rush is. Oh, sorry. I just moved Nestor forward 30 feet. <laughs> sorry, yeah, Nestor. At you that moment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, let's... We could also check out this door to the north or this door to the east. Yeah, I mean, I understand you saying that, and if you guys are all in knowing the situation, I'm in. But just be aware that, like, there is no door we can open where you can't... You can't be sure that there isn't going to be a party-killing encounter behind it at this stage. It's true. Like, any door could have it, but... But yeah, you know, I'm fine with it. I vote the door to the north because it's tradition. Of course you do. Do you still have the ability to place your hand with a glove and oh, look yeah. through a door? <clears throat> Let's see. Once have I used them today? I have not used the gloves of reconnaissance Ooh. today. Ooh. So I will go look through the door to the Very north. good idea. Nice. The door to the north. The door to the north. We release you on your own gloves of reconnaissance. 
<laughs> Sir Will will trot up there uh, once again saying, I just want to say that he is, you know, saying a prayer of thanks to, to Iomade after this fight, this most recent fight. Prayer of thanks. Banishing that darkness, even though it was Metro that did it. <laughs> He's like, thank you, Iomade, for banishing that darkness. Thank you, Iomade, for <laughs> cosmically linking me to Kobold Press. <laughs> I understand. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that you could allow me to benefit from such a powerful spell. When I look into... Only once. And for that, I am ever grateful. (laughs) I will not seek it again. I will not fall into temptation again. I will not... I will not be misled. I will not be misled. When I read the scripture of Kobold Press, I truly feel (laughs) at one with God. (laughs) The heretical scriptures... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the heretical verses. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of the Gnostic uh, Gospels. You put your hands on the door, and you look through, and you see an open-air plaza Ooh. connecting the main body of the castle to uh, something out of sight around the corner, maybe another tower or another section of the castle. Um Hmm. And I'll reveal uh, what you see on the map as well. All open air. Yeah, this is this is a part of the map that we have not seen at all. So, oh man, it's T shaped and it stretches on <laughs> it's and buried actually, under a giant T. <laughs> I can actually show you more because it's it's daylight out. Um, well, so there's no like edge. It's just open. It was like walls. Just go, yeah, open in fact, air. you want to see. It's like a, it's a platform, basically. Yeah, it's like a large outside. Ooh, and it leads to another part of the castle Ooh. to the east. Oh, maybe it loops around to the door to the east. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's yeah. like something the back entrance or something. The door to the east. I, it's a wraparound porch. Is this is where is. the trains turn <laughs> it's around. A couple rocking chairs. It's a veranda. Yeah. I am reluctant <laughs> to go outside because we did not complete. We promised Joe. That we would go back to deal with those saddles that we found. I just want it to happen so bad. <laughs> what? What were the saddles? They have these like intensely powerful magical saddles on a hook up at the top, up in the airy, to uh, freaking ride dragons. And I was just like, just throw them off the edge. All right. So maybe we should go do that and then rest. I love, yeah, but but you can't be ethereal, right? You've used it up. Uh, I have used up. Well, I can't go. I can't go incorporeal anymore. In terms of getting to it, what does that require? I mean, we we have to fly, right? And then you know something's going to be protecting them if we're visible. I was thinking it would need to be an invisible push. Yeah, I think if we go back there, potentially it could be more dangerous than clearing out these last two rooms. I just worry that if we go out in this plaza, some dragon riders are going to come eat us. Well, then we can go to the east and see if it connects around. Now that we have this knowledge. Yeah, we could, stay in, we could stay indoors. All right. To the east? Oh, God, but we didn't get anything out of those gloves. And now we're going to go to the east. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We're going to rest okay. anyway. It's, it's, okay. You know. All right. All right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Let's play. Let's roll some dice. All right, so, so you walk up to the door to the <laughs> so east. So to speak. <laughs> and uh, what do you do? Um, um, hmm. Should knock is the polite thing first. <laughs> yes, Baron can barge in. 
Baron can do a perception on the door, listen on the other side, and look for traps. How about that to start with? Yeah, Nestor, you want to look for traps? 42. Uh, oh, yes. oh, there you go. Um, untrapped and unlocked. Does he hear anything with that perception check, or do you need another roll? Um, you hear wind. Um, you feel like it's open air outside there as well. Ah. I let the party know. Mm-hmm. So it is probably a wraparound veranda. It's a wraparound veranda that, yes, we will be swooped on by dragon riders. Where is my ability to, tra- to track my cloak of etherealness? In your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's definitely super reliable. For the <laughs> um, do you open the door or what do you do? I don't see how this leads us anywhere we need to go at the moment. Troy, it does indeed open to the outside, then perhaps it simply wraps around. It will not give us access to the higher levels. That's what we need. So you think good when I the place where we found the I found the saddles was that above this circular room to the southeast? Um, or are those not related? I mean, it's it's a couple floors up. You walked through that. Room. It was it over by the like west side, outside, right? but with no discernible walls. And then you found a staircase and went up again, and you just kept going up. I can tell you where it is. It's, it's far. It's all the way on the west side oh. because it's. Remember, you walked along the thing that overlooked the gardens. Yeah, I got oh, that. I, I, I got the sense it was. And you like went. Uh, I thought, and then you went up and around to the west. That's my memory of it. I got the sense that it was really far away, and oh, yeah. uh, and like when you brought it up as a possibility of what we do next, I was kind of like, I don't think we can based off of our current alignment. That feels like a top of the day type of thing. Yeah, we do. can if we're invisible and flying. Yeah, and uh, and it's not the whole party, and we just have a means to you know push these saddles off, but. We could also attempt to see what's up with this overflowing water that'll electrocute us all with a toaster or a hair dryer. Uh, go up those stairs and see if we can... do. Well, we don't know if there's actually a tower. But we think there's a tower. Yeah, this might be a tower. Like in this abyss we haven't uncovered yet where the two outdoor areas lead to one thing outside but we it's all speculation all right let's check out the southeastern room let's be careful let's detect magic let's do our perception okay so we'll trot up toward that room troy and uh, i'll do a detect evil uh from the sort of uh hallway opening uh which would be 60 feet which would be to the middle of the fountain basically Okay. Do I detect any evil in the in the water? Or? And I'll detect magic. And I'll detect chaos. Okay. Um, and I'll you, search for traps. Do re egon. <laughs> you don't detect any magic or any evil. Um, and what'd you roll for traps? Uh, twenty-eight. No traps either that you can see. Just puddling water on the floor and a staircase leading up. All right. So we'll we'll trot in. Trot, 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 atop Lexington. Trot, trot, splash, splish, splash, splash, splish, splash, splish, towards the fountain. Mm-hmm. Can he even see into the fountain, or is it, like, high enough up that you uh, can't see down into it? For someone as tiny as you, it's hard to see over the lip. Well, I mean, he's the size of a medium creature's height when he's mounted. I know what I said. Okay. So he can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you can see. You can see the surface of the water. And is it brackish? Is it clean? No, it's, it's clear blue. 
uh, smells good. Mm-hmm. It smells fresh, fresh mm-hmm. water. Remember, this was, this was formerly a cloud giant castle. We were dedicated no, to yeah, love sure. and beauty. It's beautiful. The fish spouts, you know. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. seeing if it's been corrupted, you know. But I, 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 I get the idea that it was meant as a beautiful fountain. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be corrupted. Uh, Metro, it looks like you walked in and went up to the. Uh, Staircase. I'll say I'll go up to like the third stair and see if I can see down into the fountain. Um, okay, yeah, you actually you're uh, you can see fine from from there. You get there's like a wall to your left. You know what I mean? So like once you enter the stairwell, you oh, no it's not see into the it's room. It's not like an Errol Flynn's Robin Hood. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but you. Uh, <laughs> That's a good reference. I, I would say, Sir Will, you can uh, almost see into it. Robin you can see Hood the... is famous for all the staircases. It is an OSHA violation. That's where Star Wars got it from, man. There's just for those easy sword fights up yeah. there. Yeah, you and Metro can see into it. It's 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 just water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and not magical at all. And uh, all right. Now that so, we're in the room, I'll do another detect magic to see if there's anything on the back end. Deeper, of the room. yeah. Another detect evil. I'll come up to the, the fountain and detect into there. All right, you detect into the fountain. Uh, nothing. Uh, what about Nestor and Baron? You guys hanging back? Or are you coming in? I'll come in. Um, walk to this part, and I'll do a perception on my way as I get deeper in for further traps. Uh, that'll be a thirty-five. 35 perception anybody else rolling perception i will do a perception i'll move just into the room at the northwest kind of behind the rest about 30 feet away oh nat nat 20 on the perception oh wow 31 sir will got a 20 okay um you're all looking around seeing if you see anything like what is going on in this room why is the water overflowing and as you stand there and look around, you two things happen. You're looking into the the water of the pool, and this like long strand of liquid silver comes out of the water, elongates out, and as it elongates out, it starts to grow like it's gathering more of this silver liquid and grow and grow until it takes shape into a huge creature that looks to be made of this liquid silvery substance. And at the same time, three shapes around you begin rising out of the pooling water on the floor. Shapes that appear to be made of water themselves. The silver creature, without moving from its place, gracefully extends its body across the room. To attack. Oh, oh God. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh no. I thought it was going to be I have bad feelings about how these guys might be weirdly immune to things. Uh, uh, I, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this kind of thing so yeah. much. What don't we hate? I hate everything. <laughs> uh, I will reveal oh. the, uh, first the three. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We see the notes have been oh, revealed. Right. Oh, a secret. Oh, yes. It's like national treasure. Uh, just flip over to the back uh, of the he gets, he tried declaration. Now he starts the combat on tilt, which is great for us. Yes. This is awesome. Uh, all right, so there's three, there's three uh, of these watery shapes uh, nearby. And, uh, and then there is the silver creature which i'll now zoom in oh, it looks so <laughs> cool that's a silver, silver surfer, surfer. Yes. Silver, surfer. silver surfer yeah uh let's talk 
A niche. Let's dance. Misbehaving bows. <laughs> Misbehaving bows. <laughs> Metro, what'd you get? 24. 24 for Metro. Baron. 29. 29 for Baron. Sir Will. Eight. Oh. 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 In other words, stand there and take it. <laughs> Nestor Coin. 30. 30 for Nestor. 30 Nestor. for the nest! <laughs> Round one. Oh, yeah. It is Nestor's turn. Nestor, you, are, you see that your party is surrounded. You're actually just on the outside, but you're still within reach of two of these creatures. One right next to you, about 10 feet away. One about 15 feet away. Um, some sort of water elemental, large creatures. And then there is this huge silver humanoid emerging out of the fountain, taking shape and reaching out in a way that you feel like even 40 feet away or however far it is, it could reach you. Oof, okay, so Nestor is going to take a five foot step back and to the left back and to the left where does he go <laughs> back and to the left ah, okay and he is going to unleash a full attack on these flat-footed creatures um yeah okay <laughs> okay first attack oh come on uh Wow, that seems low. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm looking at my thing. I think that's... Something must be wrong. I, I, do I have some debuff on or something? Okay. Uh, 24. 24 is a hit. Okay. All right. Which one are you targeting? Uh, the one the one closest to me, the water elemental uh, to the north northeast. To the north! Okay. To the northeast. Um, break up your damage for me as it does matter. Okay. All right, that's uh, 77 points total. 77 total, okay. Um, Uh, Is any of it precision damage? Yeah, 22 is precision. Okay, that's That's, negated. Okay. Uh, So you said 77 total? Uh, Yes. So down to 55. 55, and nine of it is... uh, uh, Electricity? Yeah, nine of it is electricity, yeah. Okay, uh... All right, so it seems like 55, not all of the 55 gets through, but okay. most of it. And, then and none, none of, of that the electricity. Precision. And none of the precision? None of the precision, the electricity. Look, you see the electricity <laughs> shock. So it seems like the electricity went through. So um, that's 64 points of damage. And then not all the 55 got through is what you're saying. Oh, so it's 55 plus 9. Is that? No, it's or was 9 total. part of the 55 skit? I'm sorry. Uh, 9 was part of the 55. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so there is some sort of DR, but the electricity got through even though the precision damage didn't. Okay. Was that um, many shot? Yeah, that was many shot. So I was looking this up today about many shot. Did you know the DR goes against, uh, is applied separately to each arrow? It's the last sentence well, of many shot. But I've clustered shot. Yeah. Though. Oh, so it, it only does DR once? Yes. To yeah. the first arrow. Of his whole attack action. He only gets DR taken out once. So it's Clustered Shot that does that. Because I was reading, I was trying to like, what is the name of that thing that Skid does? I was like, is it multi-shot, mini-shot? And then it's like, damage reduction and resistances apply separately to each arrow. Right. But Clustered Shot negates that. 
Well, that's what I... I don't know if it's like clustered shot with... I don't know how that relates to many shot. If it's like the first attack or the first, well, like, arrow. Yeah, clustered shots only works when you're doing a full attack action, though. So if you have an ability to do a standard... But I can't do, I can't do many shot with, without a full attack action anyway. Yeah, when you use a full attack action to make multiple ranged weapons against the same opponent, total the damage from all the hits before applying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. seems like it, it seems it. like it does work. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. All right. Second attack. Synergy. Second attack. A well-built character. Oh, oh, oh. oh I'm feeling this is a critical threat, but I have a feeling they're immune. They are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. God damn uh, elementals. I never get to have any fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, the, my precision damage, which I never get to do. Like I can't do that because I, I never get to go because they're flat footed. Right. Yeah. Um, but okay. still, they're going to have lower total HP as characters because of these other benefits they have. So the 50-some that you did is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, based on how what we saw, we, we thought the lightning did have an effect? It yeah. seems as if it did, yes. I so did you it. can use your chain lightning if you want. Okay. I'm not saying that's what I'm going <laughs> to do. I'm not <laughs> saying that's what's up. Let's see if you can still use it with your 24 initiative. Uh, 30 points of damage on the second hit. Okay. Uh, two of is, which is electricity. Okay, and that is enough to take that elemental out. Awesome. Great. Uh, he turns his attention to the one further to the south uh, behind Baron with his third attack. Uh, that is a 24. 24 is a hit. And uh, another... 30 points of damage, four of which is electricity. Okay, and now this one where it's a new creature would have its damage reduction? That would get its DR, yeah. Okay. Great. Um, okay, fourth attack. Uh, that's a 16. That's a miss. I'm gonna miss these extra attacks when we never play this oh, game. Oh, God, yet. rolling like crap! Uh, that's another miss. Another miss. Alright, but you took one of the enemies out, and Almost as quick to the draw as you, as your good friend Baron Redheart. There you go. Before uh, Baron takes his turn, he will take an immediate action on the final attack that hit the existing elemental and will shoot. And where it's flat-footed, even though it's within threatening range of you, it cannot take an AOE. 21 to hit? 22 to hit. 22 to hit touch. And flat-footed, yeah. Touch, flat-footed, yeah, that is a hit. All right, the damage, uh, and he's, you know, has no idea what this thing is, so mm-hmm. there'll be no bane. Um, and that would be an action to apply bane appropriate for him. That'll be 25 points of damage. Okay, same thing. Looks like most of it gets through, not all of it. Baron will use his standard action on his turn to channel vigor into his limbs, giving him the benefits of haste, and he will get out of there. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right, so he's going to zip back up uh, to the bottleneck of the room where Nestor was standing. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of corridor that leads into this, uh, leaving Sir Will and Metra to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that is his turn. Uh, die now. You've, you've, you've run your course of usefulness to the chief defender of True Now. I sentence you to death oh. as sheriff. You hear the words, die now. Nestor, this is going to be good. Baron hands Nestor a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> uh, all right. This uh, creature in the water acts and moves with an electric, graceful speed. Uh, 
out uh, of the, like, on the edge of the pool right next to Metra. And even though he moves, does a full attack on Metra. Jesus. First attack. Oof. 38 to hit. Oh, God. I'm going to ether step. Okay. I don't have a choice. All right. I can't withstand a full attack from this guy. Mm. All right. So ether step, you're, you're right now immediate action on the ethereal plane. Yeah. Okay. With its... And is that limited? It's a spell. Oh. Okay. What level spell is that? Sixth level spell. Ooh. Holy shit. Ooh. It's a life savings, but you can... It is. I, well, I'm life. saying, how many do you have a day? Of six level spells? Yeah. Uh... I guess yes, we are. seven, such high level. seven, six level spells. Seven, six level spells a day. It's That's badass, amazing. man. Can you imagine running out of your spells at this level versus level one? It already feels like a futile like exercise in doing anything without spells at low level, at high level, and just being able to like throw slings or crossbow. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> so it steps onto the the lip of the uh, pool. There goes to slam down its body like elongates and hits the ground where Metro once stood, and then it reaches out with a long silvery arm. To slam Sir Will from twenty feet away. Whoa! Uh, that is going to be a thirty-eight to hit again. That's good. Hit Sir Will four. <laughs> yeah, it looks like T one thousand. T two thousand. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I can't. I can't cast either step. Oh, it's not your turn. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, let's Ooh. resolve the damage against you. And we'll see what we see. 12, 36 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and uh, my intention was to attack you twice, so I will continue with that intention. Uh, and that's going to be uh, 37 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Hits you. Second attack. Uh, 30 points of damage. Jesus. So just with its I'm, fluid-like arms. I'm in trouble. <sighs> Zoink, Scoob. It is Metra's turn. Remember, Sir Will rolled an eight, but Metra will go before the elementals. All right. Let's let's see what I'm going to do here. Okay, yeah, Metra's going to get out of there. She's going to roll the cast defensively, gets it automatically, and will dimension door back behind Baron. Okay. All right, so Metra pulls out and Dimension Doors behind Baron. I have a feeling... Wait, you, I have a feeling this thing has some pretty extensive reach with those arms, but... It just, like, elongates. It becomes this long, silvery strand, but still hits with the force of a Mack truck. You know, I'll, go back, I'll go back even farther, uh, just to give myself some cushion. Uh, yeah, and then move action. She will pull out a potion from off her belt. A little poche from the belt. Poche. Poche from the belt. Belt poche. Belt poche. <laughs> At that moment, two things happen. The water elemental that Nestor fired at starts swirling on the ground below. Swirling until... It takes the shape of a vortex. Oh, no. Oh, shh. And the vortex moves onto Nestor's space. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. 
and the other one does the same thing to Sir Will. Oh. What? Oh. And we'll see you next time. Oh, it's like completely covered in oh. swirling water. I don't know You guys are going to be so wet. No. <laughs> be so wet. This encounter makes me so wet. Oh, God. Oh, God. Shut it down. God. Mute his mic. And it's over. And it's hard blade. <laughs> <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 